0: So we started discussing last time the sources for Piko'ach Nefesh Shabbos. I gave a whole introduction why I'm interested in this, so you can't really be In sham, because I forgot to record it, but I am. And, uh, okay, it's an interesting thing to discuss. How do we know that we started looking at this Gemara in Yuma? This is too tall. I'm going to stand over here. So the Gemara in Yuma, we're, we're going to... I'll just read over the part that we said last time, and then we'll continue. The Gemara in Yuma, Pei Heya Aleph, is talking about the notion of eating on Yom Kippur. But it's talking about also, in the context of that, violating mitzvot to save a life. And so we're in the last narrow line on the page. This part we did last time. <speaking in Hebrew> they were all hanging out. And the two medium trailing behind them. <speaking in Hebrew> this is what they were talking about. This is what they were talking about. <in Hebrew> We pointed out the question wasn't, is Tzikoch Nefes is it It's how do we know? Even though there's no explicit passage in the Torah, it's Tzor Shub We know it's true. We're now searching for a source. And so the question is, why are we searching for a source? And what is that going to tell us? So what we're going to see is that the source is going to define the parameters of what that is. Meaning this is not what sometimes is called an Asmachta. Where does Zinder abanen, and then Chazal finds it clearly a dinder and Chazal finds a source for it in the Torah. What does that mean? It's a dinder that finds a source in the Torah. But dinder Abbanan, how can you have both? How can you have both a Dinderabanan that finds a source in the Torah? So there are all sorts of ways to explain this. Well, it could be, it's a remez, it's cute, it's a way to remember it, it's a way just to, to remind you. There's a Maharal in the Be'er Agola. He says, no. This is really Chazal getting at the Rosh Hashem. Yes, this is in the Rabbanon. That's true. Meaning, the punishment is only going to be a punishment on the level of the Rabbanon. It's going to have ramifications, parameters on the level of the Rabbanon. But it's really Rabbanon channeling the Rosh Hashem. So, for example, like Netil Yadayim. Netil Yadayim, before he eat bread, so that is clearly a Dindrabanon. Shlomo Amela. The Gemara says it's clear, it's not in the Torah. And yet they find via V'yadav of the V'mayim which has nothing to do with washing hands for bread. So, the Maharal's whole safer, Vera Gola, is uh, defending this whole notion of Dinim Der It's, uh, apparently this was popular back in the day, to attack Dinim Der it's not a new thing, that, oh, I'm just, you know, you have people, I'm only going to keep that which it says in the Bible. It's like Karayim, but you have like modern day, like, they're not exactly Karayim, but, I'm a Torah, you know, I, I don't do rabbinic Judaism, I do biblical Judaism. You have people like that. So that's not a new thing. That's apparently an old thing. And so he's defending all of these ideas. So he says, no. You see from that Tosuk, and he tries to show from all these demons, about him. why did they find it not It's not just cute. It's not just a way to remember. But it's really Chazal, the reason the guys is saying it is, they're really channeling the Rats of Hashem. You see from the Torah that the hands have a separate... Category: The Torah is singling them out for something. So you see that singling them out for something is a Torah idea. And then Chazal expanded. That's we talking about Tzvila. And uh, you have to, what, when, when you tovel, so what has to be actually exposed? Only that which is external. So anything internal, So you don't, when, when you tovel in the mikveh for Taurus, you don't have to open your mouth. You don't have to open your mouth, why not? Why does the water have to get in your mouth? Because it's not considered to be external. So only that was his external. But the way the Torah is describing external is hands. Why hands? So He explains because hands are the most external part of your body. They're the furthest away, and therefore they need to be they're dealt with separately. That's how the Torah defines them. So you see that they have a higher sensitivity to Tumma? Yeah, in va'yikra I think. <laughs> all right. So, but that's older abandan. All that's abandan. But you see that. He has a whole part on hands. That, he has a thing on finger. Okay, not for now. But um, that's uh, more high But you see, he points out that hands are treated differently. And so when Chazal added this din, they're just expounding on the Ratz Hashem. Fine. Right. So, but this is not it. This is not it. We assume this is a din de oraysa. We assume that T'Koronav is Docha Shabbos is a din de oraysa. How do you know? They can't even agree what public it's from. Apparently, because they're asking, how do you know? It's Torah Shabalpe. We know it's Torah Shabalpe, meaning, hello, it's, from Sinai, it's true, we just need to figure out the plastic because the plastic is going to help us define the parameters. So that's going to be the conclusion of the Chai But we know, it. We, let's be clear, we violate that because of the Chai That's the conclusion of the Gemara. Now, the conclusion of the Gemara is important because that's what we're going to do. We're going to follow the halacha, but what I want to go through is, is that the only thing that's true? Normally, you have a Gemara, one person suggests A, B, C, D. The Gemara says, so we usually go with D. Not only that, but we don't know to go with D. Here the Gemara says, I like D the best. So D should be the halacha. And yet we're going to see, we don't, so what do we do with A, B, and C? Are they, what happens to them? And so we'll have to see, that's part of what I want to discuss. So the first one we did already, um, this is the third wide line. Nana Rabbi rabhi Shmuel Amar im ba Musta This is talking about a baba-machteret. Baba-machteret is coming to steal something from you and he's stealing from you, he's, ch- he's tunneling through the ground, and so the Gemara says, If you find him tunneling, you can kill him. So why can you kill him? He's coming to steal from you. Well, if he's going through so much effort to steal from you, so he knows that you're going to come. Gemara and Son, right? He knows that you're going to come and stop him, and since he anticipates you stopping him, he's anticipating killing you, and since he's anticipating killing you, you can preemptively kill him. Okay, that's the did. Right? If you know that he's coming with that intention. So, how does that prove? This guy, you don't know, he, you don't know if he's intending to kill you or not. If you know, he's in, if you what, I know he's intending to kill you, I don't need a pasuk. I don't need a pasok. Right? You don't know. You don't know. It's indicative that he is, that's why he's tunneling under the ground, and therefore he's trying to be more stealthy. You could have made the other argument. No, if he's trying to be more stealthy, because he doesn't want to encounter you. Because if he was willing to encounter you, he would have came through the front door. Meaning, if he's willing to kill you, come through the front door. Why are you coming under the ground? He's trying to not be seen. Not by me, not by anybody. But okay, fine. You don't know what he's coming for. And what are you allowed to do? You're allowed to kill him. And because Damim killing him is so terrible. You killing him, killing is terrible. Why is killing terrible? Because it doesn't tell her hierzach, don't kill. He says, no, not only that, it causes Tumata to the land and causes the to, to leave Am to leave <laughs> And nonetheless, hmm? Nevertheless. Nevertheless, he does nothing. So you can kill him. So so too. Obviously, if you can violate Shrich's Dhammim to save a life, so then you can certainly violate Shabbos to save a life, which is worse. Violating Shabbos or violating Shrich's Dhamim. Clearly violating Shrich's Dhammim is worse. And yes, you're allowed to violate Shaykh Hazamim to save a life. So certainly to violate Shabbos to save a life. And as we pointed out last time, that's not true. You're not allowed to violate Shaykh to save a life. This is an exception to the rule. Normally, I may not kill one person to save another. Classic example is, you know, in other contexts. So you have eight people. Everything in my life. I have certain issues that I, I surround. So it comes back to organ donation. That's everything done. You, you have eight people. One person needs a heart transplant. One needs a lung transplant. One needs a liver, pancreas, kit, two kidneys. Whatever. You have eight people. And in walk the healthy person to the doctor's office for a regular visit. And you're like, you know, he's got eight perfect organs. I could save eight lives. He so I should violate Shabbat. So I said, I could kill the guy. I could violate anything from the Glocken So kill him? Obviously not. We don't do that. Not only do we not do that, it's illegal, it's usher, it's wrong. Not only is it usher, it's yahari Val You have to give up your life before you do this. Now, it's not like, you know, Mukta. Mukta's a bad thing, but, but this is much worse. It's yahari Val We'll see these suggis maybe throughout the year. That's like the worst thing you could possibly do. You have to, be willing to give up your life. You cannot kill to save a life. Baba Makhtaris is an exception to the rule. Why? Why is he an exception to the rule? He's trying to kill you! The poor guy who came in to the the, the healthy visit, the checkup, he didn't do anything wrong. He did nothing wrong. You can't kill him. This guy is trying to kill you. So he's a rhodate. That's what we call a rhodate. A rhodate not only can the owner killed him. Anyone can kill him. Not anyone can kill him. We all have to stop a rodase. We're all obligated to stop a rodase, even at the expense of his life. So this is not a good example. Meaning, this person did something wrong. So all oh, you could kill him because... It, but not, it, it's different. You, normally, you can't kill a off that Nefesh. This is an exception to the rule. So what are you trying to prove from here? The like guard is not going to like it. The like guard doesn't say I don't like it. At the end of the day, the guard's doesn't say I don't like it. The like war is not going to reject each one individually because it's going to reject all of them at once. But that's the first one. We're certainly not going to accept that. In, in terms of right, so this becomes more complicated. Maybe we'll see that there's a long bit. we'll see that in terms of war and, and that, that's a little bit of a different scenario. Okay. We're on the second-to-last line on the page. Rabbi Akiva, uh no, Rabbi Akiva so Rabbi Akiva speaks up, remember, they're all hanging out. It's missing words. If somebody should kill somebody else on purpose, the amazing, the orma with trickery, meaning he'll plan to do this, premeditated murder. You can take it. You can. Yep, he murdered somebody. There's another exception to the rule, right? All the kids were allowed to kill people. There's another exception to the rule. Right? We're allowed to kill people. Who can? Well, the bastin can kill you, right? The bastin, after a proper trial, etc. When the Torah says that, it, it says meim <laughs> You can take him from the mizbeach. What's meim misbechi? What's meim misbechi? Meaning, we're gonna try. Person committed murder, right? And we're gonna take him meim misbechi. So what does that mean? So take a look in Rashi on the side. It's the fourth line from the bottom in Rashi. Im who He's a Kohen. Meaning when it comes to when it comes to benadam la he's very from. It's a Kohen. I have to bring carbonos. Killing people, bemazid, premeditated. This is not an accident. Premeditated murder doesn't bother him. So he killed somebody on purpose. That's kind of the right? So you take taken the imizbechi. But not me'al mm-hmm. mis. So the the rabbi kiva, rabbi kiva says me'im velo me'al misbechi. What do you mean me'im misbechi? What does me'im misbechi mean? Right. So what's but but think about this the word for a moment. Im means with with an ayin, right im. So what do you mean? I already translated it from on the... I already translated on the misbeach because it's all the way to translate. i from with the misbeach. With the you're gonna kill him. What does that mean? So me'im velo me'al. Right. the Rashi says. You're not. You don't. You you don't take him off the mizbeach. You don't. You let him finish the avoda, and then you take him to kill him. Like what's the big rush? He killed. I mean, it's terrible what he did, but what's the big rush? If he just finishes the avoda already, don't stop him from in the middle of the avoda. Okay. Fine. What does that prove about anything? Nothing yet. V'Amar Rav responded to Matt, Amrab Rav Yochanan, lo shonu That's when you're going to come to kill the guy. You're coming to kill him, he's a Kohen, on the Mizbeach, so let him finish the avoda. Let him finish the avoda, and then you'll kill him. He deserves a death, meaning, or well, you'll try him at least for the death penalty, right? We're going to presume innocent at least. But, fine. Lo shonu elo Aval ten page, l'hachios. But if you need him to save a life, even from, even if he's in the middle of the avoda, you'll stop the avoda to pull him down to save a life. Okay, so you see from here what? That you could stop the avoda to save a life. Great. Okay, someone, I don't know, he's the EMT. Someone needs CPR in the mikdash. He's the only one. He's qualified. So hold on, so let's see. Okay, the Let, Gemara continues. Maybe you need his organs. But not, nah, right? You're not going to kill him. But, so let's see. Um, top line. Uma Zesh safek yesh mamis bidvarav, safek and mamis bidvarav. I apologize. Lahachios here. I got carried away. Lahachios here means not like that. Look at Rashi. Lahachios, what's he going to do? There's no, I meaning, I made up a case where he's the only one who knows CPR. So teach the other Khan him CPR. Teach the him CPR. No, that's not what I mean. Ava Lahachios, Rashi says, no, no, no. al-elam al-adam There's some other guy who's being judged now for Misa, for something and he knows Eidus that could save his life stop the avoda, bring him in certainly to save a life so stop the avoda for his Eidus so umah... sorry I got carried away with the lahachayosu okay good so now back in the top line we don't know the reason we bring him in from the basin is because they have to interrogate the guy is his Aedus going to help to save a life or is his Eidus not going to save a life we don't know for sure we think it might. But nonetheless. nonetheless, we stop the avoda, right? Look at third line. The avoda docha shabbos. So up. So now, right? We don't know what he's going. Whether whether truth and what he's saying. And avoda is so important that you could do avoda means avoda in the mitzvah I know it's strange because we say avoda on shabbos to work. But avoda is docha shabbos, right? If you could stop the avoda to, if you could stop the avoda to give testimony to save a life. And you can do the avoda on Shabbos, so you have a sequence. Shabbos on the lowest level, funny to think about it. Then avoda. then giving A just to save a life. So certainly, if, if B is greater than C and A is greater than B, so A is greater than C. So certainly, and is Docha Right, if Avodah is Docha Shabbos, and giving testimony to save a life is Docha avoda. So certainly giving a testimony to save a life is doha Shabbos. Again. Shabbos is on the lowest level. A vote is higher because you can do a vote on Shabbos. Giving ages to save a life is higher because you stopped the avodah to save a life. So certainly giving ages to save a life is more important than Shabbos. You're taking the call, you're to for it. To, say, to give to testimony yeah. to save a life. Yeah. Right? So it's not that works. I I personally that that, that, that could work. That could work. So he wasn't the Cohen. Your ben oh. wasn't the Cohen. He comes and he grabs the Karne the Mizeh because he misunderstood the pasuk. He's trying to get... Uh, he, 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 that's not what the pasuk means. The pasuk says, well, you're doing aphoza. We're not going to kill you. We'll give you a minute, finish the aphoza, and then come down. But uh, that, he was trying to grab on for another reason. <laughs> Good. So now... So, okay. Cute. Nice. It's a little bit convoluted. That's how you know you can eat on your kipper. Okay. It could be true. Fine. Nana, and Rabbi Akiva thinks it's true, so like for me to argue for Rabbi Akiva. So Nana, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, he's in the fourth line. He has another proof along the same lines. Umam mila, she echad me, matayim miswanei, varim <laughs> bris mila, which is fixing one of the 248 limbs, let's pretend, of a person, whatever that means. Bris mila is only one of part of the body, and yet you're fixing it on Shabbos. It's docha Shabbos. We do bris mila on Shabbos. Which fixes the Mila. Certainly to fix your whole body. We will violate Shabbos. So yeah, you like that one? I don't like that one at all. Yeah, Mila's very particular. It's a positive Tara. And it's not because it's fixing meaning we do believe we you know we read it two weeks ago. Hashem promises Avram, if you do bris mila, you'll be tumim. It's a good thing. It's a tikkun on a spiritual level. It's important. We like it. But it's very different. You don't do... Right, that's what I would have said. Then you have right, that's what I would have said, right? That's what I would have said. I would have said, look, you have the same hierarchy you have before. Shabbos. You could do bris mila on Shabbos, and if there's a risk to the child, you don't do bris mila. So if there's a risk, for the, right? So, so you have risk mila Shabbos. If Mila's is docha Shabbos, and risk is docha mila, risk should be docha Shabbos too. The difference is, the difference is, is that then you'd be not doing mila. Meaning, if there's a risk to the child, what do you do? What do you violate? You don't. Well, you don't violate mila, right? How do you violate bris mila? So focus, Rambam and the Ravid, how do you violate bris mila? The so says you don't do bris mila. You get kor. When, so that's the machlokas. Do you get karei when you're 13, or do you get karei when you die, right? So, you so that's the question. Meaning, every day are you the or only if you die and you didn't do with you get karei? So, the, 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 the so I could no. So the so the rambam, might, so the rambam thinks it's only at the end of your life. So that's not the best proof because I want to say we're trying to prove. You could violate Shabbos, drive on Shabbos to save a life. Not just, don't make kids to save a life. Meaning, not to save al right? There's a big difference between not doing Mila, the Rambam writes the parish. Why would you not do Mila? Because you can do Mila tomorrow. Do Mila tomorrow. Do Mila the next day. You write the, You can't bring the kid back. You can't bring the kid back. But you can always do Mila tomorrow. Aye, ah, it's not the eighth day. No, no. No, no. Okay. Not, good, not the best, but like, what are you going to do? meaning to not, so it's not the best proof because it would be a negative but okay, and also though, Mila is a separate fuss of the Torah Mila isn't exactly, we believe does Mila have health benefits? we now know it does the myth of Mila has nothing to do with those health benefits and certainly the Torah doesn't talk about it right? the fact that it has tangential health benefits bah, wonderful and if it didn't we'd still do it right? it's irrelevant it's not relevant so it's a very strange proof, it's a very strange proof um, okay, moving on Right? And you see, like, the Gemara doesn't even address them. It's just listing them, and then we're going to reject all of them. We're now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines down. Last word on the line is Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, et Shabsozai Tishmaru. Et Shabsozai Tishmaru. Okay, you should keep Shabbat. Yachol Akol. You always have to keep Shabbat no matter what. We me, Yachol Let's take a look in. Rashi. Afilu Lepigurach Nefesh. Right? It's the... It's the Last wide line before the narrow lines. Yachol l'kol, afilu meaning keep Shabbos no matter what, no matter who, always keep Shabbos. So no, Talmud Lomar. Where'd it go? Sorry, I made it up. I made the Talmud Lomar part up. Oh, Talmud Lomar, ach Helek. What do you mean ach Helek?" Because the Puzzle doesn't say es Shabbos tishmaru. It says ach es Shabbos tishmaru. And whenever the says ach, however, but it means lachalik. It means not exactly. So, for example, right. But on the first day, you should get rid of all the chametz. The Gemara has hey, the first day. What do you mean the first day? You should get rid of chametz on the first day of Pesach. No, no, no. It's talking about Eret Pesach. Okay, good. You have to get rid of chametz on the Eret Pesach. Ach b'Yomar When not in the morning. You have half a day. You have part of the day. You can eat chametz. Part of the day you can't. Ach Ach splits things. So, so to here, hear ach. It shows like it's so maru. You think you have to keep Shabbos no matter what, no matter who? No, sometimes you don't have to keep Shabbos. Okay, but how do you know it's about the Maybe you don't have to keep I, I don't know. How do you know? Okay, it, it's a remez, it's cute, but it, it doesn't prove the point. And the Gemara continue, I, and they're all hanging out. They're all, they're all, they're not rejecting each other. They're just getting more proof. Okay. Rabbi Yonasson ben Yosef Omer. Now, he's not part of this group, but Okay. But he wasn't talking. He wasn't part of the group, but nonetheless, Degmar brings him in for the discussion. Rabbi son ben Yosef Omer, it's five lines from where it gets wide. Ki kodesh hi lachem. Okay, you should keep Shabbos. Ki kodesh hi lachem. Shabbos is kodesh for you. The next word, mechalalea amos yumas. Right, that's the, next, that's the end of the pasuk. Ki kodesh hi lachem, mechalalea amos It's kodesh for you. But kodesh lachem. What does that mean? Ki biyada. Shabbos should be given to you. You are not given to Shabbos. Meaning, you don't have to give up your life for Shabbos. Okay. The problem with that, I would, I mean no problem, fine, good. But the question was, we now have to go on Shabbos. I found it. I not have to go on it. it doesn't say. How do you know? How do you know you can eat trace? How do you know you can eat trace to save a life from Rabbi Yona son ben, Sh- ben Yosef's answer? You don't. You don't. Right, because. Okay, so, okay, maybe, maybe not. That's not the halacha. Again, be clear, we violate Shabbos. That's the halacha, that's the conclusion. I just want to make sure no one gets the misimpression. Okay, we're continuing. Rabbi Shem of Omer, third line from where it gets wide. Reb of also not part of the original of Visham Hevra, israel B'nei Yisraelet HaShabbos. V'shamru B'nei means, what do you learn from that? Omra um, Torah. Chalei halalav Shabbat achas, Violate one Shabbat, so that you can keep more Shabbos. How do you get that from? Vishamru v'nei Yisraelet shabbat right? You have to keep Shabbat. What does that mean to keep Shabbat? I remember I was talking to someone in medical school about this. I said, do you keep Shabbat? like, what do you mean? It's such a strange thing. It's such a strange term that we use, because we, we're translating Shmiver Shabbat, right? We're translating the logic, V'shamru v'nei Yisraelet ha- but you, don't, you observe Shabbos, right? You don't right. keep Shabbos. It's a bad English translation, but what we're doing is we're literally translating the plastic You're so ingrained, right? You keep Shabbos. But B'nai Israel should maintain not every... Shabbos in general. How am I going to maximize Shmira Shabbos? How do you maximize Shmira Shabbos? Sometimes you maximize Shmira Shabbos by violating Shabbos. This guy's going to die. So if we violate one Shabbos, he'll live till May of He'll live on a lot more Shabbos. He'll live many, many more Shabbos if I violate this one Shabbos. Now, is that true about just Shabbos? Because visham rovnei is a Shabbos? Is that a Svara in general? Violate contrast to keep more kashras. La'asos, meaning... It's a Russian and poster. Visham rovnei t'o is Keep Shabbos, to keep Shabbos, meaning... Sometimes, right, you know, sometimes... Sometimes you have to move Torah to keep Torah, right? This is how they justify Torah entering politics don't want to go there at all, right? Let them keep it separate. Not my issue right now. But sometimes you have to violate Shabbos to keep Shabbos. Okay. Meaning you want to maximize Mira Shabbos. How do you maximize Mira Shabbos? That's what sometimes you have to maximize by minimizing. Interesting. Good. So that, that, that's the last one. Right, everyone together, meaning we have a responsibility towards each other. So I'm Rabbi Hudam ar If I was there, now not everyone who was quoted was there part of the day. Rabbi Hudam says, if I was there, I have a better answer than all of you together. Now, these are Tanaim Shmuel He's one of the first generation Amoraim. What's Bahim? So the project says, it's in Vayekor If you, it's here, and if you look on number four. On the right, you see the Pesukim and the Torah or Hashalim and this fancy Gemara, so it quotes you the whole Pesuk, which is helpful. And, and it's an interesting Pesuk, because it, it makes sense. Meaning, I'm not saying all the drushes make sense, but this one's very intuitive for me to understand. It's like a summary Pesuk. You should keep all the mitzvahs that I give you, God's talking that man should do and live by them. You should live by the mitzvahs, right? So, okay, the pshat may have been lived by the mitzvot. So they should infuse your life, they should be a guide to your life. Wonderful. Good. But, vachaybahem, velooshi yomusbahem, the mitzvos are given to live. The mitzvahs were not given to die. So, if ever a life is up to, if there's ever a mitzvah will require giving up your life, you don't have to. You don't have to. Now, the Gemara is going to say there's three exceptions, but the rule is you violate all the mitzvot. Now that's why you have to find the three exceptions, and they have to find Sukkim for the three exceptions because it's not so simple. But the rule is v'chay b'hem velosu And now the Gemara says the second wide line amarava. Okay, so now we have I don't know how many how many do we have? We have a lot of we have a lot of reasons. It covers everything. Right, v'chay covers everything, so it's nice, right? So amarava so. We're gonna see the Gemara says that. So Amara Rabala Kulu Idlu Pircha Barmi Dishmuz Laisle Pircha. So that all of them you could slug up. You could reject every single one of those rayas except for Shmuel. You can't reject Shmuel, so okay. It's gonna go through each one. So the Rabbi Ishmael who said Rabbi Ishmael was Imba which we didn't like. But okay. Why Dilma Kadirava? The what, what, you can't just kill people explicitly, right? There's the idea My time at the Mechteres V'hai de V'amari Right? Meaning, what we said before There's an exception to the rule! Re'bal thinking He's trying to kill you! You're allowed to kill him because he's trying to kill you Which proves nothing about any other case! Ad kach, it's so obvious You have to wonder, what was Rabbi Shemel thinking? Meaning, he must have been thinking something what was his Hamamina? Meaning you can kill someone to save a life, you can violate Shabbos to save a life. But you can't kill people to save a life. Okay, and that's what the t- that's what saying, we're rejecting it. That's an exception to the rule, because he's trying to kill you, you can kill him first. Good. Okay. V'ashkechan vadai. Sapping minalan. Okay. And that's if you know he's coming to kill you, He's baba You're right. I don't know if he's coming to kill me or not. But even there, he's not coming to the door. He's tunneling under there's good reason to believe there's really, really good reason and he knows the halacha right? you have to remember, this is a Gandalf who's a lambdan because he knows that you're going to stand in his way and he knows that because he came in the Mach-Teres, you're going to stand in his way and he can kill you and you can kill him so how do you know in the case of Suffolk you can violate Shabbat? you don't know, right? someone comes in, in, in the middle of Shabbat, like, oh my God, it really hurts I'm like feeling a burning sensation in my chest does he have heartburn and he needs Tums? Or is he having a heart attack? It's a shul, he's Jewish. The likelihood of having a heartburn is high. But, okay. But if you give a guy who's having a heart attack Tums, it's not going to work. So here, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed. Within arm's reach, you'll find a the cardiologist. They'll help you. You'll know in a minute. But what do you do? You run them out. something. You don't know. You don't want to be wrong here. You have to prove something. So something mean, on. how do you know something will allow you? A, will allow chil shabbos. De Rabbi Akiva Nami. Nami. Rabbi Akiva Nami. Rabbi said, Right? You take him from the top of the mizbeach. You don't to kill him. You don't take him from the top of the mizbeach. But if he has edus to save a life, you take him from the top of the mizbeach. So okay. So and and remember, you had the hierarchy: shabbos, avoda, edus to save a life. So why not? That was pretty good. You don't just, it's not like, I may have heard that the Kohen has angels us to save a life. Maybe. I don't know, but it's possible. So let's grab all the Kohanim from the Avodah right now to stop. Let's stop the Beit HaMikdash, bring all the Kohanim and just think it. No, you send people to go and talk to him first. And then you find out. And they make an assessment. It, was he, does he know it? Does he even know what we're talking about, right? And then you say, "Well, it's so, okay." So you have a higher degree of ados. Yeah, I you yell for where they go. I you yell a little bit. Now, how, how are these Zuka getting up there, right? So also, they're not I mean, these Zuka derabonim unless they're kohanim. They, they they're limited where they can go. I guess they're yelling. It's a little bit unclear what Abaye wants you to do here. But well, I will verify. We're not going to stop the avoda and the bais hamikdash just because I may have heard that there may have been a Cohen standing there. Ah, his name's Cohen. He's not a Cohen. It happens. Remember, I, the, we, this Friday minion was here was using Rand once, and so we duchen, and so I knew there were two people named Cohen. I'm like, you know, we're duchen, and like, we're not I'm like Okay. I have a cousin, Katz. He happens to be adopted. But his parents, his adopted parents are cats. So in Hebrew, he writes kuf tesamich. So people should know, because ka, cats, kaf is koin sezek. So you should know he's not a kohen. He's, he's, he's open about it. No, I'm not a kohen, but he took his, his adopted parents' names. He loves it. It's a wonderful family. But, uh, that's what he does to avoid this problem. Good. Fine. So, v'askahan vadai sabach min'olam. Again, you verified. How do you know about s'afik? The cool askahan vadai me min'olam. And all the rest. Forget Rabbi Shemelim, Rabbi Akiva. All the rest of the answers. It's only going to answer a Vada'i case, but not a safi case, right? We want to know, the question was, we not hiding the P'Koch Nefesh Shabbos. It all proves P'Koch Nefesh Shabbos. The guard says, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if you know a life's in danger, and you, what's the Vada'i? You know the life's in danger, and you know you can help. Right? So, think about it for a minute. The Machteret case, you know your life's in danger. The Kohen, you know it can help. Right? Because that's why we send to the Rabbana to verify. Those are both vada'y. The Gemara says, Askechan vada'y, satek minalan. The vada'y cases are on both ends. Meaning, the life is certainly in danger, and the intervention is certainly going to help. So when it says suffik minalan, I think it stands to reason that the satek is on both as well. Is the life in danger? I don't really know. It could be heartburn. Is the intervention going to help? I don't know. We're going to take it to the, I, I, I have no idea. The guy collapsed. I have no idea. Is it going to work or not? I don't know. The suffix works on both ends. Is it a peak or not? That's one suffix. And the second subject is is in the intervention going to work or not? Another suffix. And we need a justification for that. So, but it's a subject, meaning the point is, suddenly you have a suffix on both ends, right? You have an you have a intervention that, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, uh, maybe it's too far gone, maybe it's, I don't know, experimental. It's okay. So, where'd it go? So, fine. I uh, lost it. So, Udi Shmuel, Udi Shmuel, V'aday leis le'pircha. Right? Shmuel has no pircha. Shmuel is great. V'chai bahem, V'lo bahem. Make sure the Torah, you do the mitzvot, you don't cause death. Do whatever you need to do to not do it. Even Tzapek. So, Amar Ravina, V'itamer Rav Nachman V'ar Yitzchak. One spicy pepper is better than a lot of cabbage. I, I like spicy food. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, meaning, okay, everyone had a svara. At the end of the day, one good svarah is better than five weak svarahs. Okay, so we're gonna save a life. We're gonna save a life. V'chayvahem v'lo shi'amus bahem. No matter what. The question is, what happens to the previous? What happened to those? Do we care or do we not care? Because we're going to see examples where. So let's take a look. If you turn the page, we're going to see all of these cases a little bit more in depth, but just for um, the next the, the next page three is the Shochunarach or Chaim Shinkov test. Right? It's It's at the top of the page of the Sokanarach. If you look on the bottom line of the top paragraph, Dalid, so that's again Shinkof test in Shokanarach. Sif, David. So it's talking about saving lives on Shabbos. So you can look at Sif Gimel even. You can go up three lines from the bottom. So that's the Mishnah that we started with. Misha, Nafal, Av, Someone who's under a building collapse. Something high, Savik Mesh. You don't know if he's alive or dead. Right here. Gimel. Right? You don't know if he's alive or dead. Savik ain't Savik shum. You don't even know if he's there. You see from a distance. It could be. It looks like he was under the collapse. I don't know. Afilim din Sham, suffik Akum even if you know he's there, was the person you saw Jewish or not, because we're gonna assume, even though Allah we were not. But the Gemara is gonna assume the Mish is the according to the Mishnah, we're only to violate Shabbat for Yisrael, which practically we're not going to nowadays, but fine. Not for now. So we'll get to that another time. Metfakhanallah, you violate Shabbat to save him. Afalpish, even though there are a lot of Shaykhos, why? We just said, the the even suffik, Even suffik. Right, That's the point. That's the Gemara's point that we just said. Even Suffolk, right? Because the Mishnah said, the Mishnah gave us all of these cases. Suffolk like this, Suffolk like that, Suffolk like this, Suffolk like that. So when the Gemara says, how do you know you can violate Shabbos? Well, if you're telling the only Vada, then how do you know? You, the Mishnah is clearly broader than the Gemara. The Mishnah is clearly saying, even the welcome Suffolk, you violate Shabbos. So you need a riot from the, from the Torah. You need a postul that says even the Suffolk. Good. Wonderful. Dali. So this is no longer... Uh, so, afilom is so Even if you find him, fine, he's under the building collapse, you're going to violate Shabbat, whatever Shabbat you need to remove the rubble. You find him, and he's crushed. But he's alive. And from your assessment, you're an EMT, he can only survive a little bit. He's not going to survive very long, but he's breathing, he's alive. You keep going. And then, if he's dead, he's dead. How do, you assume he's, how do you know he's dead? Certainly not for now to discuss. Maybe another time. But I feel He can't live, even for a little bit. Okay? Meaning, you're going to extend his life by a little bit, by removing the rubble, or at the very least, you're going to make those last moments of his life more pleasant. Also it didn't. We'll talk about that another time also. Making someone's moments at the end of life more pleasant may also have the status of the guach nefesh. Fine. What does that mean? How much more pleasant? Not for now. So let's take a look. If you look on page three, on the bottom right, on the bottom right, is the al Lacha. Right, the Mishnabruah in this commentary on Shulchan Aruch has the Mishnabruah, which is the line-by-line commentary on the Shulchan Aruch, and then he has the which are uh, paragraphs-slash-essays. So here he says, el al shaa. You see where there's a dalid? el al so Dalad refers to the same daled that we just saw in Shulchan Aruch. And then there's a little bit of a gimbal to tell you where to look, fine. So he says like this, he says, even though right now, he's only going to live for a little bit. So the reason of violating Shabbos for violate one Shabbos so he can keep more doesn't apply because he's not going to live till next Shabbos. He's not going to make it till Mincha. Nonetheless, Mishum, Who are the He says, no, that's okay. That's okay. You know why? Because it's not only about Shabbos. Violate Shabbos so you can do more mitzvahs. Right? It's not violate Shabbos so you can keep Shabbos. Violate Shabbos so you can keep mitzvahs. Strange. Let's see. Even though he can only live for a little bit. He will not live for next Shabbos. We're in the fourth line of yer What's the why? yoshu you give him an extra five minutes, he'll do vidui. Shuvah. Shuvah is an important mitzvah. He'll do shuvah. Strange Miri. Miri says, okay, violate Shabbos so he could do more mitzvahs. Shabbos. Where does he get that from? Clearly not from the Pasuk. The Pasuk is Vishar Mubin Yisrael et Maximize Shmira Shabbos. You're now not maximizing Shmira Shabbos. We're now going to have to weigh chuva versus Shabbos. We're saying violate Shabbos so he could do Shuvah. And what if he can't do tshuva? What if he doesn't know? Fear and is bothered. Keep reading. Omnom be'emes nira de kol zil be'alma. That's cute. Effectively, that's cute. Avaladina lo tolu iklal be'mitzvos. De halachezah has nothing to do with mitzvos. De e'en atam de'dachin an achas har be'mitzvos. We don't violate one mitzvah so that we can maximize other mitzvahs. El adachin an kol ha'mitzvos chayim Yisrael. We violate the Shabbos because he's going to live. End of story. Period. Hard stop. Okay, the only place to me the chayvah the so you can live. And do mitzvah? That's beautiful. We should all do mitzvahs, all day long. But that's how much shmuel said that's how much it is. Because of Rambam The Rambam, the Rambam, when he's writing about this did, about chilul Shabbos, he uh, for pikuach nefesh. Right, it's in Parik days of Vilch Shabbos in the Rambam. It's interesting. Before he even tells you how to keep Shabbos, he tells you when you can violate Shabbos. I guess we'll go a little longer. Right, the point of the Torah is to be to bring peace and, and, and greatness to the world. So you're not supposed to right. You violate Shabbos to keep him alive. All the other Tanaim that we saw, who are learning Chiloh Shavish from all the other, you violate from all the other rayas. The point is to keep someone alive. It's clear. It's not about maximizing Shemirah Shabbos, right? The other ones were clearly not. He has more rayas. Uh, fine. And if you go down, we're going to skip these two lines because it's very complicated how to improve from those two lines. We will get back to that, I promise. I don't have a shot in that sugya. So if, we're gonna get, if he goes, if he now goes, there's a big Ulufi, I don't know. It's like twelve lines up. You see the big ulafiy on the right side. On the right side, a big ulufi It's like I don't know, three, about twelve lines up. Yeah. Ulefi is a borrower. Therefore, it's clear a merusa The baby, who's not going to do chuba. You violate Shabbos. He's not going to keep more Shabboses. He's not going to do tshuva. He's a baby. You violate Shabbos. Someone who is unable to do tshuva. We violate Shabbos. they It's not their fault they came They're unable to. Okay, maybe other people there are exceptions to it. Meaning, he's being very, very clear. We violate Shabbos to give someone more life, right? Look at, if you look at the third line from the bottom. Third line from the bottom all the way on the left. This is the Mechok HaPoskim, the Shulchan, the Mishnabur comes up very clearly. Vida. third line from the bottom of the Be'er HaLacha on the left. Vida Odu Adin, go say someone who's dying. Forget building or building collapse. Na'ami Mechal la Right? If he can extend his life, you can violate Shabbos to extend someone's life. Does that mean you have to, under all circumstances, for another time? But you're allowed to. He's not going to keep more Shabbos. He's dying. He's 119 and 11 months. And he's like is holding by the last week. He's holding by the last week. under 120. His birthday will be Tuesday. So, he's not going to keep Shabbos again. Nonetheless, it's the Chai Meaning, that's the only one that matters. Chalel doesn't apply. Now the real is why Mr. Ber had to say this because apparently that's not so poshesh. there's a chuvos Halachos Ketanos. Who wants to know the violations? Racheira the Vekatan because they're not going to be able to keep Shabbos, and he's not sure. And he thinks maybe not. He thinks maybe not. Why? Why not? Because shabbat You're right. So, but but So what does that mean? That means that he's incorporating the Chalelolav into the halacha. This she was called Godal, who says, no, Chalelolav is nice, but we're gonna, it's going to add to Chalelolav, not detract from Chalelolav. Think about it. Meaning, Chalelolav means to save a life no matter what. Chalelolav, I would think, can go in one of two directions, and we'll end in a minute. Chalelolav can go in one of two directions. I would have said includes more cases. You know why? Not to do with saving your life. What if, and this is the case that Chavon Sofer deals with, someone who has he's, he has some type of a shtut, which we started talking about last time, some type of mental illness, for which he's potter from Kiyom Potter from Kiyom But there's some therapy that we could do that will now enable him to then be normal, in quotes, right? <laughs> to be able to be chayv in Shemir of but it will require him to violate Shabbos in the process. Can you violate Shabbos for that? He's going to live. He's not going to, he's going to live the same 120. But can I violate Shabbos to increase more Shmeer of Shabbos? And he says, yes. Chaleo, Shabbos, Achas, Kedish, more Shabbos, Harbe, is expanding vachay him, not minimizing vachay him. and the Shabbos, Alokos, Ktanos is saying, no.
1: It's expanding.
0: If there's a 119-year-old man yeah. and a 5-year-old girl in the swimming pool drown... Who him. do we save? We save the old man first, but he's probably the missing. I'm not so sure. That's a separate question. We're happy to get to it. Certainly not in the next 30 seconds that I owe you. <laughs> so, but we'll, we'll get the... Save it... Let's leave that for another time. Let's leave that for another time. In the meantime, try to save everybody until we get there. But I would have assumed chalal love is more expansive. Halachos found saying, "No, it's more minimal. It's only if you can keep more Shabboses, right?" But here, and what about in other cases where? And this we'll see, and we'll stop here. What about with there's a machlokas? Can you violate Shabbos for a fetus? The mother's going to be to save the baby's life. A fetus, woman's pregnant. She's going to be fine. She'll be fine. We're making up a case, right? In almost all cases that the fetus is going to get harmed, the mother is going to get harmed too. But let's say not. Let's say you have a case. The, the mom will be fine. But the baby is going to get injured or die. Can you violate Shabbos or any other mitzvah to save the fetus? So sometimes there's no him. He's not alive. He's not alive. I know. It's, we're in Florida and it's political. But it's a rampan. so blame him. He's not alive. Save the mom. violate how to save the mom. Sure, baby's not alive. He goes to be haz. So I'm saying, I mean, let's say, Fine, right? Why? Because you can violate that. Because if you violate that, he'll live. He'll be able to keep more shabbasis in the future. It's more expansive. Is it more expansive? Is it more limiting? So better than We did to the shochan which who does expand it. And so we'll see uh, next time.